Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today is my esteemed pleasure to have on man. He's an iconic musician in country music and all genres of music. Mr. Jay Edwards, how are you today, buddy? Hey, buddy. Doing good. How about you? Man, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Thank you for asking. You know, how you been holding up through all this stuff, brother? Well, it's it's starting to open up and uh, finally get back to doing what I love to do, and that's get out there and, you know, run around the, the country and play some music for folks and be right there in their face. That's that's what we like to do, you know. So it's it's coming around. We got some good stuff happening. Without a doubt, without a doubt, man. I'll tell you what, last time you and I caught up, it was back in November. We were at a Wade Jennings event and uh you and I had a great sit down interview, man, got lots of great reviews across the world and that was awesome and it was great to yeah. uh, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to come on the show. Oh, anytime, anytime, man. I tell you uh I just, I just enjoyed that day kicking back with you, and, and uh, we kind of got in our own little, little groove. I think for a little while, but uh, that was all cool. <laughs> we, we hid from everybody, but we were in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. So, so, so let me ask you a question about what you've been working on. You've been writing some songs and stuff. I mean, I, I checked out your new album, Cold. By the way, that's awesome. Nice work, pal. Yeah, yeah. We did um, Cold, and then. Um, well, uh, when we first got locked down back around February uh, here in Nashville, um, with the COVID and some other things that were happening in Nashville, uh, I, I said, well, let's use this time and let's go ahead and do something else. And so we put out a little homespun record um, from my studio. I played a lot of the instruments on it. It's it's not as produced as the the cold, which I love cold, but right. it just gave it just gave a, a little different, you know, side of, of what we're doing around here. Um, and uh, put out the record. Uh, Average guy had sixteen right. songs on it, and really, really old school country type stuff. And and uh, but we're still pushing the cold record too. So well, Average um, guy, I was going to get the Average guy, but I just wanted to address a couple things because I loved I ain't broken on cold. <laughs> And I love another, yeah. another cold shoulder, man. That is just really cool. I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I, even though it's my song, I love it, and, and I'm, I'm right there. And as my grandmother used to say about making biscuits, that's pretty good. I don't, even if I say so myself. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just um, we we put that record out in 2018, and and uh, and I'm just I'm I was so disappointed that nobody picked that up and because it's i think it's one of the greatest things that ever come out of nashville in probably the last 10 15 years yeah, um, it, it's, it's very it's very country excuse me i don't mean to rush, it's very country but yeah you have yeah. you ha and i and i love your bluesiness because you have a bluesiness that you seem to tap dance yeah. with you know and you love to and i know you love <laughs> all all genres of music and and we're gonna get on that in a little bit but you know you right. kind of blend a lot of these things in together and it, it, it's like sewing. Watch, it's like watching a lady make a quilt, man. You just make it real yeah. easy and real smooth, and the lines are fine. But yet, you know that you know there's a little bit of you know it's not completely perfect for a reason. Right. Well, it, it, yeah. That's um. I, I think they call it shooting shotgun, and uh, <laughs> you know it it works. And and the cool thing is that it works for everybody, but the marketing people especially in Nashville, they're like, no, no. The, the sad thing about it is, and I'll just get on my on one soapbox here for <laughs> real quick. <laughs> the sad thing about Nashville right now is that we're using 
an old system uh, to to throw things out, but we're not using that same system to put things out on the radio or, or bring things in and, and, and accept things. Um, example, the songwriting, if, you know, if I was to write a song right now to take it to somebody here in Nashville, uh, they would, even if it was close to the old Vern Gosden style or Harlan Howard style, they would say, well, that's, that's not completely Harlan Howard or that's not completely Vern Gosden. We, we, you know, we, that's not, that's not Nashville, but they haven't put anything out that's that old style in 20 years. At least. So <laughs> they use it as a system to throw it out and to say no and to veto it, but they don't use that same system to put stuff on the radio. And, uh, and that's the kind of the same thing with, with the music. Um, you know, that the cold record has a little bit too much Bob Seger in it. So it's going to get thrown out of the, the guys that hear in country music and, but they haven't put anything out that's that's real country in in probably fifteen years. So, uh, yeah, and, and, and that's a great thing. I'm sitting there trying to put my finger on it, but I think Bob Seger is a good example of that. And you know, right. I, and I'm sorry, nothing wrong with having a little bit of Bob Seger in anything. No, and, no, no, no. And, and, and Bob Seger had great influences all the way from the King to uh, to uh, you know country to Conway Twenty guys to everything. So he has huge. If you talk to Bob Seger, he's had huge influences in all genres of music as well. So nothing wrong yeah. with that, you know. So I'll tell you what. I'll make a comment on on your on your soapbox there, and I and I and I dig it for a minute. It's like what Dolly Parton said. <laughs> You know, you know, when I was 40 and I had number one hits, it was great. All of a sudden, what happened? You know, I, my music style, you know, I, I, I changed with the times enough to keep going, but my age changes against me or something like that, she said. And I'm yeah. like, you know, that's funny. You know, I, I like a lot of young cats out there today and everything else it is, but I also like old school stuff too. And there's a lot of crossover stuff that's happening now. Whether, yeah. you, like, whether you like it or not, that, that's fine. I mean, you know, we can go back to the Conway 20s and we can go back to the T.G. Shepherds and or Elvis or whoever you want to do that did crossovers sure. or Crystal Gale or whoever. But, you know, crossovers now, though, it shouldn't be a dirty word that you throw a little bit of Bob Seger in there with a little bit of, you know, Hank or whoever. That shouldn't be a problem yeah. either. You well, know? you know, somebody just somebody just reminded me of uh, Bob Seger's song, Shame on the Moon, that if I'm not mistaken, you know, might have had some country... Um, uh, country success, and uh, I, I just—I'm not sure. I got to go back and research it. But they, we just talked about it. That you know, there was a there was an album there that Bob Seger had that was uh, acoustic driven, and, right. and it was um, it was more more country than some of his other stuff, the, the southern rock. But um, yeah, I, you know, I like I like uh, a lot of people. I grew up in the '80s, so I like these. I like the grooves of some of these songs. I just really, really miss the old school writing. And, you know, this grocery list, you just write out all these phrases like a grocery list and then jumble them up. And whatever the last line is, that's your new hook. You know, that, that, that's kind of got to go. It's, it's, we're, um, we're just, we're just relying on that too much. And, it, you know, here, here's the best thing that I've found is that if you, listen to modern country nowadays if you just say comma throughout the song you're gonna you're gonna see what that song's all about oh okay this is basically just a grocery list of phrases and and it's the bad part one bad part is it's the same phrases that were in the other song that was just a number one hit but 
I, I, wish I, could, I wish I could think of the quote that T.G. Shepard told me on that, and I can't. And I'm going to have to come back <laughs> around with it. But he has a great, a, a great line on that. It's very similar to what you're saying. Um, and, yeah. and, I, and, I, and, I, and here's the thing, man. I'm, I'm going to ask you about this. So your songwriting... You know, you know, and I asked everybody that comes on the show this is, man, do you sit down when the spirit moves you? Do you hear something that makes a hook? Do you call your friends up and say, OK, look, guys, we're having a songwriting day. I mean, what, or is it all the above? No. Uh, well, the last thing that doesn't happen anymore. Um, if I call my friends up, we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago um, with some some guys that had gotten to write with some old school songwriters. Um, but that's the one thing that doesn't happen anymore. Um, you know, nobody calls anybody at, at 11 o'clock at night and says, Hey man, I got this song. We just need to work it out. I just feel like I got to work it out. And your buddies say, "Now, yeah, man, come on over or I'll be over there in a little bit. We'll write this song and stay up till four o'clock in the morning or whatever. No, that doesn't happen. It's, um, it's all a system nowadays where, um, you know, not to knock it, but I, I got a call the other day, and some people I met. They're like, "Hey, man, I want to talk to you about writing. Uh, we write in the morning, and it's you know the first date that we've got open is going to be a month and a half from now or a Monday, and it's like, okay, sure, put me down, and, and we'll you know we'll organize this and plan it all out, and and I, I know it's. You know, everybody's wanting to write songs and they're wanting to be professional about it. But, but the one thing is that organic, um, somebody calling you, you know, in the evening or the afternoon and say, look, man, we're just fixing to sit out here and do some hot dogs. And, and I've got this song idea. Why don't you come over here and, and you know, hang out with me. And let's, let's finish this song. Um, that right. doesn't happen anymore. Right, yeah, you know, you know, B.J. Thomas sit there and said that exactly what you said on the show. Somebody calls him up one day and said, hey, I want you to come over and add something to this song. I think it's special. And he said, "You when do you want me to do it? He says, well, what are you doing right now? Yeah, and it wound up being another done somebody wrong song. You know, oh, and yeah. it, you know, and yeah. it's like hell. Well, that's the thing. If I call you up and say, "Hey, Jay, what are you doing, brother?" He said, "Well, you know, I'm yeah. kinda, I'm kind of like your pet right. dog and having a cold sweet tea." And a, well, I got a song for you to kick around. You know, <laughs> when do you want to do yeah. it? That does that. That yeah, I, I don't hear that a whole lot anymore. Like you know, back no. in the day. No. Yeah, uh, that was. Um, I think I think Byron Hill was the one that told this story. I may be completely wrong, but um, he was uh, he was up playing one night or somebody was up playing one night and they said well we were down here in midtown at this bar watching this um uh band play and it, the band just was they weren't the best and they were just a little too loud and and it got boring and and you know so we just somebody turned around and said man i got a six pack up here at the office y'all want to go back up there and hang around we'll just sit at the office and so they said yeah so they walked back up to music row yeah, and went to the office or one of the little studios and and uh, opened a beer and somebody said, well, you might as well grab a guitar and, and try to do something, you know, at least while we're here, just hanging out. And, and he said, so we uh, we wrote this right here. And he said, started singing, uh, Saturday night I was downtown. Oh, shit. We're in the It's like, what? I mean, that came out of just going down because the band was too loud and so you went back down the street and 
to have a couple of beers and ended up writing one of the most iconic rock songs and, you know, classic rock songs and, and I think in the world. That's and, crazy. Uh, over over a six pack of beer and a, and a band that's, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another story is, uh, and it's a long story and I'll try to shorten it, but a guy said, I wrote this song for Hank Jr. about his daddy, about Hank Sr. and he said, I wanted him to hear it. So, he starts telling about all the guys that he went through, the publisher, and he knew these guys by name, the publisher, the manager, uh, everybody, you know, that that was uh, associated with Hank and, and his team. And none of them, he said, none of them would, they said, no, Hank Jr. ain't going to cut that song. And he said, in fact, the only one that ever showed any interest in it and said he would was Junior. Me and Junior was sitting around his living room, and I said, Junior, I got a song I want you to hear. It's about your daddy. And he said, I played it for him. And Junior said, I'm going to put that on the next record. And he did. And I was like, good gracious, that that don't happen anymore. You know, you just, not only do you know all of the team and enough to call them up and say, I got a song for you, but right. you also were sitting around the living room hanging out with Hank Junior, and you pitched him a song, you know, that that doesn't happen anymore either, and it's it's really sad. It, it really is sad. There's a lot of a lot of great songs came out of out of just collaboration and, and friendship, and and that music community, and that that's our biggest problem now is that the music community that used to be a big uh, uh, this this big organism, but and it was hard to get into. Um. But it was big and it was strong, and and once you got into it, it was you know it was tight, and you could call people like that and say, "Hey, man, I got this song, or I need help with this album, or I I need to go on tour with somebody," and they're like, "Yeah, man, you know, come on, jump right. on the bus and and meet us, or we're gonna drive down here and you can hang out with us for two weeks." Well, that doesn't happen anymore because there's all these little fish in the water that are just. And there's all these little sharks in the water trying to devour those little fish. And I think the, the fish are all piranhas. So the minute any one of them gets a cut, they all devour that too. And it's it, it's just, um, I hate to be negative, but it, it's just the, the marketing business and, and stuff. It just ruined our music business. I think it's, so. it, it, it's, it's funny you say that. I mean, because many times, and I know you have over the years too, heard somebody say, hey man, look, you know what? All of a sudden somebody comes on a little bit of hard luck or... Or whatever happens to say, hey man, look, you know, they're going on a summer tour. Can you throw me in a couple of dates and make a couple of phone yeah. calls? And all of a sudden, somebody's on. Man, you're you're making your comeback again. You're doing good, and you know, oh man, I, we got right. we, we got extra room. Even if we don't, we got extra room at the table. You know, and, and it's kind exactly. of you know, some somebody needs an extra meal. You know, we'll, we'll stretch out the potatoes or whatever a little bit type thing on it. And right. I think that's the idea all across the board in music that I I remember hearing a lot more when I was younger and when I was on the road than, than, than is now. And I think that's one part that, that maybe needs to be kind of like stretched and those muscles need to be flexed again a little yeah. bit more and saying, Hey man, look, you know, cause you know that, you know, you can always show how great you are, but it's, you know, you can show somebody else really how great you are by showing how great they are. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, I think about Johnny paycheck and that was, you know, that was just, the um, that, that whole group, Willie and friends, and and uh, you know, you never knew who was going to be on the stage, and, and <laughs> yeah, some that. guy could have, yeah, some guy could have been down on his luck, and um, you know, and then the next thing you know, he's he's back on top because because friends just reached out and picked him up, they put him on tour. Everybody's too scared now. You're they're scared of 
of what they're doing. And, and I, I mean, I know we're just running down rabbit holes here, but another thing that we got a problem with is that, you know, the level of success, you, you, you learn to play guitar for about six months. You go on a television show and then you're playing stadiums. And so, you know, all this stuff is missed. This middle tier and this bottom tier right. is missed. Um, I'm, I think about some of my friends that used to travel with Marshall Tucker. And, and um, you know, when those guys were heading back towards South Carolina, they would uh, they'd say, hey, man, we're going to be in South Carolina. Y'all call y'all call Tommy and uh, Tom Toglio. Call old T-Bird and tell him to get the Brothers Band and they meet us and we'll play Columbia and then they can jump on the bus and we'll ride over to Atlanta and they play with us for the next couple of nights and and then we'll pick up another band, you know, from there. And it's none of that, none of that is happening. And, you know, everybody's trying to play these stadiums. So we're missing these places that are uh, 350 to 400, 500 seat venues, honky tonks. And, and, uh, man, I just, I just came back from New Braunfels, Texas and, the Slitterbond, home of the Slitterbond. Oh, yeah, but all of the all of the old honky tonks that are down there that are set up, you know, that don't have a pool table out in front of the the stage, that right. don't have a, a a cornhole system set up or beer pong set up out in front of the stage. It's still about honky tonking and. And that's where right. that's where they're concentrating on, and and um, and they I, they may have lost it a little bit, but it's you know it's just nothing like that anymore. We're we're if you're if you're not playing stadiums, then you're not nothing. If you're not your song's not number one on the radio, then then you're nothing. And uh, I, I think that we need to get back to to grassroots concerts. Um, that's one thing I like about what the, what we're doing now with John Schneider is that uh, right. getting back to grassroots concerts and, and, and bringing in different people and it's just uh, it's just a really cool deal you know it's funny you know me now you mentioned you know I'm a San Antonio boy originally you know and they have John T. Flores Country Store down there big shout out yeah. to them you know I mean you know a long time honky tonk you know Willie used to play there on Tuesday nights when he got started you know and yeah. the, the sign still hangs there you know but the, the funny thing it is about that man is you go and you know those intimate places you're right, you know, and you make a deal. Everybody thinks, you know, whether, you know, all these talents, you know, even Elvis had several years where he was struggling. You know, people don't realize that, you know, and, and the Beatles oh, yeah. did, Beatles just didn't jump out and say, oh, man, look, here we go, you know. Right. I mean, you know, and, and that's the, and cutting your teeth and, you know, and polishing your act and all those things and learn. I, I, I try to tell people this all the time, and, and, and I know I'm preaching to the choir with you, but my, my friend, but... When when you go out, you know, man, you know, you've you've played in the rain, you've you've played it outside, which is way different animal than oh, yeah. the, you know, sand, dirt, concert. You're 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 at a um, at an event. You're at a uh, I can't think of it. You know, you're out. It's big deal outside deals while all these bands are going on and stuff. You, you you've chewed some dirt. You've chewed some smoke. You know, you, <laughs> you, all those things. You know that you do, and then all of a sudden you go to the next town and you know and it's dry as a bone and. Those things, man, those learning pains and curves and everything else you do, because when you walk in and everything's perfect, 
you know, people talk about walking in the, the, the studios in Nashville, like where Elvis recorded, or you go to Memphis and you go to, you know, the, the, where B.B. King or whoever, or, or down in uh, Muscle Shoals or wherever. Those things are all different. And, you know, when you walk in there, nothing's perfect. You know, nothing's exactly, you know, when you go to L.A. and something's exactly, you know, diamonds are hanging from the room and whatever. It's not all like that. And, and, and I, I promise you that anybody who's listening will know this. And I know I know my buddy Jay knows this is that I ain't never been to a venue that everything's been perfect. And I've been I've been to from the garden on on and I've never seen anything perfect. How about that, my friend? times too <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i've been shocked a few times i think my, the funniest thing I, that just came to mind was um if you're doing those outdoor deals and and you're just sweating and and wiping sweat and so you say hey man does anybody find a, a towel or something we can wipe my head on somebody brings you one of them old white bar towels and, oh. Oh. I got my big old beard, so the next thing you know, I got little white fuzzies all over my face from wiping my white face with smoke. You know, so yeah. Or you yeah, get those ones with like sandpaper. You wipe it off, you're like, my God, it just took off my skin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm bleeding, I'm oh, bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, sunburnt, sunburnt because you played at the, the hour where the sun was coming in underneath the canopy and setting you on fire. And Don't you think it's important? And I'm, glad, I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, Jay, because the, the thing is, I think that, you know, I think it's great for a talent to come up and get a break. And nobody, nobody's against the talent getting a break. Everybody wants to get in and get a break. But I think sometimes you, you get that meteoric rise to the top and then that comet, you know, but a comet burns out. You know, that's the problem is comet burns right. white and hot and it burns out. It, it, I think it's very important you'll learn those lessons coming up that you, you just don't go. And nothing against shows that show you how it's done. But I really do think that people need to know what it's like to be, you know, the bottom of the card where you're, oh, yeah. you're jerking the curtain. Because, man, I'll tell you, I'll yeah. tell you what, you want, you, want, you want to get some humility? Jerk the curtain sometime. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you oh, know, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely it. I mean, you know, some people need to be booed off stage at least <laughs> once in their lifetime, I think. And and, I, and there was another thing too that I've been talking about here in Nashville, and and uh, I mean, people are going to hate me for this, but um, it it would be so cool to bring back the Gong Show, you know, uh, at, yes, here in Nashville, because so there's there's so much stuff that's that's done in a studio and people think that they're, they've got everything made and you hear them do a live performance and you're like, Oh my Lord, how did anybody ever let you get out of the house? You know, and, uh, <laughs> songs. Oh my gosh. There are so many people moving in Nashville that have no clue about songwriting or even, I mean, even writing a fifth grade uh, essay. I mean, it, good Lord. It's, it's how you you can't even say that that don't even make sense and 
I think I said that out loud the other night in a, in a venue and somebody song. That don't even make sense. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting, I hate to be jaded, but I'm, I guess I'm getting old no, and callous no, in my No, no, but my get, you know, we, 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 used to, we used to say being back in the day, we weren't going to be that old guy. Yes, we are. <laughs> but, but, we are. But here's well, the thing. Here, I mean, here's, well, hold on, I, me, but I, want, I want to interrupt you for one minute there if you may me. But here's the thing, though. Your music, though, and I want to point this out because, you know, your music's just okay. not old. Okay, you 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 enjoy different things, and if you hear, and I know from talking to you and knowing you a little bit, that you know, and, and listening to you play, that you know, if you hear something that's hot out there, you don't poo all over it. You know, if you hear something that's really good and it's today, you do give it credit today. And you and I had that conversation, so I'm sharing with with our audience right. that you know, you don't have a problem saying, yeah, yeah, that cat's cool, that cat's really cool, young kid working hard playing today, that cat's cool, you know. And I think like you and I talked about. I was saying about Bruno Mars. I said, you know, the kid. What what the kid grew up in terms oh, yeah. of, you know, he you know he was you know his dad loved Elvis. He loved Elvis. Okay, fine. He knew Elvis, the Beatles, this that and the other. Well, geez, right there you, you started. You get the greatest singer songwriter band of all time. You had the king of rock and roll, right. and and then he learned Motown and everything else. Well, now you got yourself a, a pretty nice fine list of music. So whatever you create off of that oh, sure. has a great foundation. So, you know, I want to right. make sure that people know when they're listening to the show that you're not, you know, we're not, we're not talking about, oh, well, you know, the, the old guy sitting over there saying, ah, oh, nothing new's good because you, oh, no, no. You, yeah. you do recognize new talent that's good. It's just, there's a lot of people that fly by that you go, how'd they do that? You know, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. God, bl God bless them because sometimes that drop after a song or two is a really fast drop and you don't know how to survive. And I think that's where the yep. tools of playing 350, 450 people. And I also think it keeps you humble because if you play in front of 25,000 fans, it's awesome. It's great. And there's no, right. be there's no better high in the world. But at the same time, man, you walk in and there's 50 people in a place and, you know, and, and the wife's not talking to the husband and the bartender's helping <laughs> 300 people and they're watching the game and everything else. And, you need, yeah. and, and now you're interfering with what they're doing because he wants to play a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been been right there. But I, I I like what you said about the Bruno Mars. I mean, man, there are some really really talented people out there. Um, yeah, I don't want anybody to, to get me wrong there. I, I think that that's that's one of the things about Chris Stapleton. I yes. really love Chris Stapleton. Um, what I, a voice. I, it, and and yeah, I love him for that, but I also love him for because, uh, and I've never met him, but I love him because he was just doing his thing, and he was he was here in Nashville and and working his behind off, um, and, and and you know to keep things going, and then finally got that recognition. But it's not something that he just. I mean, I know I actually. Uh, wrote with a, a guy named Steve Leslie who was I think maybe one of Chris's first contacts out of Kentucky to Nashville right and uh, and so and, and Steve told him you need to move to Nashville um, and and he came here and he pushed his pushed and pushed and and, and did his deal and I love what he does when somebody comes up and you know they can find a break and they say hey can you play Tennessee whiskey uh, I'm gonna say no, I don't do that. But I wrote a song that kind of sounds like that Chris Stapleton stuff, and uh, so let me try that. And you know, if you don't you don't like it, then I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll figure something else out. 
Right. I've had a couple of them. And, uh, and I haven't had anybody, you know, say, no, that ain't working. You didn't do it. You didn't do Tennessee whiskey. I've never had anybody say that to me. That's not being facetious. It just, so I love that stuff. And I, I love the, the guys that have, that have, um, uh, have put their life into it. And this is what they do. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I just wish there was more of it. And, yes. and I wish there was, there was a little bit more calling, you know, I wish people would take more as much time trying to write their songs and perfect their music and their craft and their singing as they do on their bio and their pictures, especially their pictures. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You know, I do. There's and, and we're gonna we could get controversial here about there's not enough women in country music. Well, let me just tell you something. If you you know, you can't compare yourself to Reba because Reba when Reba didn't have enough of her songs playing on the radio. She didn't unbutton another button on her shirt, and she didn't pull her skirt up higher. What she did was she went out and she found better music, um, or she worked harder at presenting the music and the things that she had. And uh, and I we know that for a fact. You know, Absolutely. it's it's not about it's not about your pictures, and that's why I always go back to the, the marketing business. The, the the marketing people out there have ruined the music business trying to make it about this whole package. And it's not, it has to be, it's the music business. I mean, it's like going into a church and telling them, Hey, I'm a marketing guy. And what we're going to do is we're going to change your whole message and what you've been preaching. No, you don't preach that anymore. You preach it like this because this is, you know, this is going to get you more people in here. And it's about their numbers and it's about, their, their marketing and about their picture and this this whole package. If I hear that whole package one more time, I, I think I'm going to smack somebody. <laughs> I'll t- you know? tell you, you said that I, I literally had this conversation and you and I were in Pennsylvania at the same time last week as we were <laughs> talking to back off the air, you know. But I, I was yeah. I was on the way home, you know, and I'm playing some great music, you know, because you got to, you know, doing doing a thousand miles on your road, you got to get some tunes in, you know, and and, and yeah. it's funny, I was talking about that, you know, because there, there's very few whole packages ever been out there to begin with, you know, so, yeah. you know, you, you don't, don't be, don't be throwing double and double and digit hands at me and stuff and saying, oh, they were the whole package and stars because yeah. that, that, don't even get me, and I don't care what genre of music it is, you, you know, it's probably, you, you and I probably have a second show on this, but I mean, and, and but I'm not yeah. saying people aren't great, but to get the looks, the talent, the skill, the ability, the charisma, all of the, there's not that many people that have every one of those things no. and a voice and everything down pat. And, and like, look, look, Elvis, Elvis is king of rock and roll. Elvis didn't write, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and, and I love Elvis and my Elvis fans don't be go stoned in me now because you know, I love the king, but you know, that's yeah. what, that's what made the difference between him and the Beatles. You know, right. And, right. and not saying Elvis didn't want to write, couldn't write or whatever, but just didn't, just didn't. The Colonel probably got something to do with that, but that, that's a whole other show. But, you know, yeah. I, mean, I ain't throwing rocks, but, you know, but so that's the thing. So when somebody says something, even the guy who had the package still had something that wasn't pushed or wasn't yeah. put out there. So, you know, is this, so you have a handful of people that have that and you have a guy, you know, that comes out and he got, a lot of things going on for him. That's great. And our, our girl, you know, Reba, Reba, great example. Yeah. I couldn't, you couldn't have used a better example, you know, and, and Reba yeah. not saying, you know, you know, dropping a butt. She didn't have to pretty lady, you know, wonderful talent, 
you know, I mean, legendary, you know, talent and stuff it is, but she just rolled up her sleeves and said, well, hell, I guess oh, yeah. I got to crank out some more tunes, you know, and, this, right, yeah. you know, and, and you do yeah, that. This is what I'm, this is what I do. And, 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 and that, you know, the pictures and stuff, I, I'm just, I'm so sick of, of somebody, you know, you take the, the music or you get a hold of somebody's music and the first thing you do uh, instead of even actually delving into and listening to the music, you say, "Well, what we got to do? We got to get you in a hat. Um, <laughs> let's 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 try on some hats because that's what's going." Listen, <laughs> at this point, my music and my CDs and my albums are not in Walmart, Kmart, or Target. So nobody's walking by looking at my albums <laughs> and saying, "I am not buying that because that dude is not wearing a hat." I mean, people are buying my albums that hear my music and say, is that on this one? Can I get that song? Right. Let, where, where, where can I find that song? And and we, we've got to get away from this, that music has anything to do with the kind of glasses you're wearing or how tight your jeans are or how many buttons you've got undone on your on your blouse. And, uh, man, that's that's probably going to get some, a lot of folks mad at me and angry at me, but, you know, I think you're looking it, it after. Just is what it is. You're looking after saying, you know, look, look. You're not somebody. You're not saying somebody can't be sexy. Somebody can't look oh, nice no. or whatever it is. But you're just sitting there saying, "Hey, man, look." Like you said, look. Somebody hears your song. I, I, I sit there and I put on the average guy and I hear it and go, "Damn, man, that guy can sing. He can play. <laughs> he can write." You know. All right, cool. You know. When I first heard Reba, yeah. I heard Reba on the radio. So I heard right. on the radio, somebody sit there turn around and said, oh man, you hear this new girl playing? And I said, you know, first of all, she wasn't new, but you know, and same thing with Martina McBride, you know, same thing, beautiful girl, sure. talent that could voice that can rock with anybody, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and holy smokes, you know, and she has to be a pretty, pretty lady too, and, and a nice lady, right. but I mean, man, but she can rock, she can sing, she can, you know, okay, cool, you know, so yeah. I mean, you know, what, what a talent. So when you look at these things, I think it... You know, like you sit there and say, you hear somebody on the radio. But you and I remember growing up, you put on the radio, turned on that little machine in the car, or whatever you're driving down the road, or transistor radio, whatever. Just go look that up, kids, if you don't know what transistor radio is. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, you sit there and you look and say, man, hey, man, check out that check out that new song. Do you hear that? You go over to your buddy, yeah. you check it out. You know, you go over to your girlfriend. Hey, man, like the song. Whatever it happened to be, and boom, you were off to the races. And I think that yep. that part of it is, and if the guy hap, a guy or girl happened to be good looking or pretty or whatever, but not everybody in music was what, what had movie star good looks or, or, or whatever it is. But man, I'll tell you what, didn't have no problem selling an album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, man, that, that's that's what it's all about. It's, it's got to come back to the music, and um, and uh, we gotta we got to do what we can to bring it back to the music. And, you know, I, I think about... Um, Janis Joplin, right. you know, she wasn't she wasn't no movie star. I tell you right now, no, but uh, yeah, she had no problem wailing, though, brother. Yeah, presence and presence and singing and moving a crowd—that's that's what it was all about. So it's uh, we gotta we gotta get get back to uh, get back to the basics, back to grassroots concerts, uh, back to just you know. I played a show this weekend and. Uh, and it was an early show, and after it was over, went back to the home bar and, and was sitting around on the on the porch. And somebody said, "Man, I, there might have been fifteen people, you know, sitting out there." And they said, "Well, this would be a great time for for you to grab your guitar and 
play some. So with no sound system or anything, I just you know ran out and grabbed a guitar. We sat around there on the on the porch of this this bar and and played and and uh, the people just had a blast, enjoyed it. And somebody actually told me they said, "Man, even with without a sound system, they said that you just you're you're getting." down there and reaching into people's hearts and touch them. And, I, and again, I'm not just trying to pat myself on the back, but it's it, that was probably one of the greatest compliments I've ever had is that if I can just walk in with an acoustic guitar and sit on a chair and and, uh, and move somebody, then we're, we're I, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm where, I'm the, where I need to be in, and I'm in the lane I need to be in. So. But you and, and and that's the coolest thing, man. If you were ever and I believe me, I can't play the guitar worth a damn. I have one, but that's about <laughs> where it goes, you know. Um, yeah. and, and here's the thing, Jay, is this is that when you look at this and you say, man, look, what's the first thing you do as a guy that sit there? You know, you're looking at a girl and you're, you're a young guy and you see somebody with a guitar on TV, and you know, and you always see are the old movies and you see them and a handful of people are around you and everybody's listening and singing. It's like the old Glenn Campbell yeah. days, and everybody sit around that deal, and oh, yeah. Glenn would be picking, you know, and you're like, man. So, so right there, you just have you, you just have your Glenn moment right there because somebody sitting there saying, "Hey, brother, why don't you grab, you know, why don't you grab your box and come on over here?" and and you're like, "Right on, brother," and and you have that moment, and everybody and everybody's paying attention to you because they want to hear what you're playing, and I think that's yeah. the reason you got a guitar to begin with as a kid. You know, was to sit there. You know, I want to play like whoever. Who are your influences, man? Tell me who your influences are, buddy. Mine. Oh man, they go back. Um, you know, I came from the the gospel um, right uh, side. My mom and dad. My dad was a, a minister. He still is a minister, and he played an old flat top guitar. My mom played an accordion, and then moved to uh, uh, piano and then organs when when they when they could find an organ and. <laughs> and she still plays a big old um, B3 organ, you know, having a B3 now in, in the Pentecostal church. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So uh, I grew up on that, romping and stomping with, uh, you know, the old the old uh, uh, courses and, and, and hymns and with a kick in it. But we had drums and, and bass. And, and uh, so um, I, I think that some of my... Aside from that, I, I always kind of had this blues thing going on, right. and I could, I could, it's, I tell this story that when I was about 12 years old, I'd been kind of writing songs in my head, and I was listening to an old AM radio one time, and, and I heard <laughs> Lightning Hopkins or something singing a song, I said, that's my song, I, I wrote that, but I didn't really, I guess it was just there already, but, um, you know, that was, uh, that was a, of heavy influence was those old blues things. I love that. I play harmonica. Um, I got into uh, I got into country when I was real young, and uh, you you said T. Graham Brown and T. G. Yeah. Shepherd. I remember, good Lord, I remember that old song T. G. Shepherd had out. She said, "Do you want to go to heaven?" And I said, "Yes." Just lead me on. And no, nobody sings that anymore. Even right. these guys doing all this cover stuff, they don't sing that one anymore. <laughs> but, you know, the rock and roll and the rock and roll of the 80s, and uh, I love the Southern rock, and and, uh, and then the rock and roll of the 80s. I loved all the musicians, the um, uh, Howard Jones, and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, man. Underrated you know, talent. Underrated talent right there at Howard Jones. 
Yeah, so uh, I loved all those guys that did it on their own, and, and uh, you know, that's another thing we don't have nowadays. We don't have these guitar gods that we had in the 80s. True. Um, you know, where it was Ozzy Osbourne, but you also knew Rudy Sarzo and, and uh, 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 oh, goodness, I'm getting them, getting them all mixed up now, but um, but you knew these guitar players, the front the you knew the front man, but you also knew the, you know, the, the guitar players and yeah. stuff of these these bands. And so, um, so I, I'm gonna just say, you know, and then always the Reverend Al Green was right there, and I love oh, that old soul yeah. music. So, man, I you you start putting my influences in a bag, and you're gonna end up with the. Uh, it's like the time that the, the Dolly Parton broke her dress. And uh, she said it's like trying to put 55 pounds of blood in a five-pound sack, you know. <laughs> it, it ain't gonna work. Something, something gonna give. And uh, let, let me ask you so, a question. Uh, so, so with, with with the with people like like right now, so I'm gonna put you in the way back machine for a minute, my friend. Uh, okay. Humor me for a minute. If you could go way back in the way back machine, give me a, a talent or two you would have loved to have played with who's no longer with us. Uh oh. Okay, you're going to get ready, so here we go. Climax Blues Band. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, how about that? Man, does, I mean, that, to this day. Precious and few. Um, man, yeah, just those songs and stuff from Climax Blues Band, they were, you know, they went from all across the spectrum there with some of their music. and. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was uh, a hit out of nowhere. I didn't expect that one coming. I did not uh, see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I was a younger man, I hadn't a care. Oh, yeah. Good Lord, man. That, that, I would just crawl under a table every time I heard that thing, you know, that song come on. Yes, um, sir. That's a great song. Man. I had it on this week, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah, really good. Man, my wife bought me the, the that big, it took a while and had hard to find it, it took, but she bought me the, the double set of that uh, of their album something some years ago. I've still got it, the, the two CDs of of, uh, of their music, and uh, it. But it, she said, "Man, that was hard to find." This was back before a computer was so easy. Now right, she, right. she found it. Um, you know, of course, Clapton. Um, yeah, I just I just think you know. It's just, he just has so much to say and express, and, and I love that. Uh, any of the old blues guys. Um, give me a female. I, I give, love me, give, me them. A, give me a female. Uh, a female, Bonnie Ray. Bonnie Ray. Oh, yeah. nice. Just, just straight up and down. I would, if if I would get the call right now to fly around the world, I, I, I'd go, I'd jump on a plane because, uh, man, that's. You know, a lot of these guys that I always wanted to hang out with are are, are gone. Right. But Bonnie's still around. I'd love to do something with her. Um, and I, I've gotten to do some stuff with um, people I didn't know back then, but I met when I came to Nashville. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're the one that was on that one for <laughs> sure was Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy was Bob Seger's background singer for, right. well, still is. Just th their whole career, I think she was his Bob, a background singer, right. and still is. And uh, she cut some of my songs. We've been really good friends for the last uh, 12 years. And, and um, man, we got a chance to sing together uh, and, and do some stuff together 
back a few years ago, and she's just just amazing. Um, Love but, that. Uh, what about somebody yeah. today? What about somebody today? Like you, you mentioned that you're a fan of Chris Stapleton's. You know, I, I would I would love to do something with Stapleton. Um, you know, he. Uh, I just I think the the work work ethic is the, one of the main things. Um, and uh, and we're similar. We might actually might actually kind of sound good together. You know, <laughs> so I think I think I, I think you I think you would. What about yeah. what about a female today? Reba, uh, oh, Reba yeah. Gretchen. I love I love Gretchen Wilson. I got to sing at a birthday party one night, uh, an old cover tune or something with Gretchen Wilson, and uh, I she probably don't even remember who I was, but but I love Gretchen Wilson and uh, and what she does. Um, man, I got to play one time with uh, and sing and jam with Becca Bramlett, uh, Bonnie Bramlett's uh, daughter, right, and Becca. Becca is amazing. Um, oh, wow, nice. Yeah, but well, we could we could just go on and on and on with man. I I mean that's me. I want to do it all. I want to I want to hang out with all of them and and right, right, uh, right. well, I take that back. Let me let me take that back. There's there's a bunch of these these new cats coming along, and it just we're not on the same page. And there's there's nothing in there that all this is going to sound uh, mean and stuff. But we're just we don't have anything in common, and I don't. I wouldn't want to do that. But the, the grown-up folks, you know, that that really can can just get on it and go. I I'd like to be a part of, of uh, doing some collaborations with them. Now let me ask you a question. Now, now, what do you got coming up right now? You got Average Guy out right now. I I said, tell everybody go out and get the Cold album. Go check out Average Guy. is awesome. Really incredible. Um, yep. so, you, so you got some shows coming up. Where can everybody find you on social media, my friend? Um, it's just the letter J and it's jedwardsmusic.net. If you go to the website, you can find, um, all the little buttons to push and go to the social media. <laughs> I'm still on the, on the Facebook and, and, uh, um, Instagram, Twitter, I, I, I don't get on there as much anymore, but I still like it because it's kind of one of those deals where you just say what you're going to say and then move on. And then, you know, it doesn't have to be this whole big old drawn out thing. I also um, want to see, I also <laughs> see what, what kind of sandwich you had for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, we don't need all that. We just, I'm funny um, with you, brother. You're funny with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're constantly adding to the YouTube page and the YouTube is, is just pretty, broke down it's it's a lot of me in my studio just doing my own thing and um so uh but all that is just a letter j and then, uh, so it's j edwards music if you if you uh write that out then um you can uh, you'll find me now, now and, uh, and if, if somebody wants to reach out to you and they want to collaborate with you because you know we have tons of wonderful guests on the show and man you don't understand this cat Edwards, man he 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 rocks the place i mean without a doubt if you want to book him for a show or whatever else is you know there's no doubt about it that you will have a great time and and uh, oh, yeah. man now you, you have some great music on you and uh you know i look forward to see what cool. do you have another album coming out or anything you know we're looking forward to in the near future or? we it's one of those things where we want to and it's it's also one of those things where i'm not I'm not beholden to anybody, and I don't have any management looking over my shoulder telling me, no, I don't think we ought to do that. We need to wait till such and such to release this. I, I release when I want to and what I want to, and, and 
I release records. I don't. I, I I've done the single thing, you know, tried that, and and maybe we'll do more of that later on down the line. But but uh, I do more. I do better just putting together a new CD. The average guy CD had like sixteen songs on it. I put together a CD this year. Uh, here in a few months, I've got so much, so much uh, songs, so many songs that didn't haven't made it to any records yet. So we'll we'll put something down, and then uh, I'll take them around to the shows, and maybe one of those will get on the radio too. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, they they definitely belong on there. So let me, and, and you'll come back on when you have something out, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely will. We're out as well. I'm doing my own thing, but we're also out on the road now with John Snyder. Um, doing both extravagant, yeah. Um, I, I'm not into this next one in uh, in uh, Wheatland, Missouri, but I'm I'm on some more of the shows, and we're adding to those every day. And it's Cody McCarver from Confederate Railroad, and Keith Burns from Trick Pony, and a few other Clayton Q, and um, and and they got some actors and stuff that come in too, some some really cool celebrities, and um, so we're playing. We're playing drive-in theaters and then showing some of these new movies that John's making, and and then they we played uh, Raceways, and they've got a generally uh, a dirt track car, I think modified is what they call them, and and so it's a lot of fun uh, doing that too. So love it. We've, uh, had all, we've had all those guys on the show, including John, great friend of the show, Keith Burns, Cody, yeah. all those great guys on there trying with it, and I love that, and you know, I love the fact that you're going out there, and even in States where things are still hard now, you can go out and sit in your yeah. own car. You go out and sit in your own car like a drive-in theater, and you sit there and yeah. you can listen to it yourself. Check out the <laughs> concert with your family. That's really cool. Now I want to play a quick fast yeah. fast round of a couple quick fun questions we have here. If you if you oh. indulge me, my friend. Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. <laughs> steak or lobster? Uh, steak. As a hesitation, there is there a reason? <laughs> no, I, I, I would say um, if I'm a, if I'm a, I'd rather go for probably a big crawfish bowl uh, <laughs> than I had lobster. But now, uh, yeah, I mean, I go to Boston a good bit, and I hang out up there, and um, and you know, we get a get a lobster roll. But uh, um, I think it's more work to get that lobster out and <laughs> eat on that. I, I'd rather just have a big big old fat juicy steak. And, I dig yeah. it. I dig it. All right, so scotch or beer? Uh, scotch. My man right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, mo- movies, horror or classic? Or comedy, rather. Horror, horror or comedy? Uh, probably comedy. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big horror fan. It's, it's, I don't know. That stuff scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner and dancing or a movie? Careful, your wife might be listening. <laughs> uh, well, I would say dinner and dancing because I know where the movie's going to go. Yeah, the movie's going to be somebody snoring over on the other end of the couch or something. So. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I know about that. I know about that. Yeah, let's just watch a movie. That means you're going to be asleep in about 15 minutes. I got it. And I'm going to have to tell you what went on. Yeah. Oh, she'll kill me for that one. But, uh. <laughs> no editing here, brother. Sorry, I love you, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather her kick, I'd rather you kick my butt than her. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, no, no, I mean that in a loving way. Um, anyway, okay, and 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 the last one is uh, the beach or the mountains. 
well. I like them both, but um, I, I I would probably I would think I'm gonna go for the mountains. Um, you know, I, I don't get if I'm going to the beach, I want to get in the water, and I, you know, I want to be doing something. I want to be active and doing stuff. I don't just go to the beach to just sit around and and uh, and look at the beach. That's after a while you've seen it. You know, <laughs> hey, it's a piece of sand. Yes, there's billions and you know gazillions of them out here it's a piece of sand but in the mountains i think it's uh, i probably a little bit more out to just kind of kick back and and watch we were we were over in north carolina a couple of years ago and and uh at yeah just up in the mountains and you know the dog there was a dog there and the dog kind of started going crazy and somebody looked out and sure enough man there's a bear so uh it was just, you know, that's that's more my speed is to be out there in the mountains. I can I can relax and kick back and watch more in the mountains. We still still get active and do things too. But. I can dig it I, for for sure yeah. for sure. Look, man, it's been such a pleasure having you on, buddy. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, it, please, you got to come back on. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll talk music again. Roll up our sleeves, get into the things. We'll rewrite things. We'll change up history a little bit, add some new history. Let's whatever, do it. Whatever we have to do on that and drop a couple of songs <laughs> as we're doing it. I mean, you know, yep. but I'll tell you what, it's been a huge pleasure. Everybody go check out jedwardsmusic.net. You go check out his album Cold. You go check out his album Average Guy. Fantastic new YouTube, everything, man. And if he's in a city nearby you, what's your next town, man? Where are you playing next? Uh, let's see. Oh, this weekend coming, we are in... Um in Lexington, Kentucky, for two shows. One of those is with Sarah Beth Terry. That's going to be a great time. That's Friday night. Uh, Friday, uh, Saturday is in Richmond, Kentucky. Uh, and then Sunday is back to Lexington, Kentucky. So we're doing a full weekend, which, man, that's what I like to do. I mean, go go into an area and just, just play the heck out of it. Flood the market. And let people know where you're at and give everybody a chance to come out in some of these smaller places. But So this weekend coming is going to be um, uh, in Lexington and Richmond, Kentucky. You got those venues handy? You got to give them a little love? Uh, yeah, uh, Cocktails 2, uh, and then Twisted Cork, uh, and then BBH, which is Bluegrass Barrel House in Richmond, and then Sunday is Proud Mary Problem there's barbecue. Fantastic. And, uh, you guys are in those towns, yeah. the areas. You guys go check out Jay Edwards. Brother, it has been such a pleasure, man. You know, been a little while since yeah. we caught up. And I really appreciate you taking the time again. You're welcome on anytime, my friend. It's been such a such a great time having you on the show. Yeah, man. It's great talking with you again. It's uh, it's awesome. We got a, we got a good conversation. So. <laughs> Lifebox Media Channel, Jay Edwards. Go check out jayedwardsmusic.net. Find out where he's going to be all the time. Go check him out. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.